Hello, my friends, and welcome to Joke and Joe's Wrestling Radio, right here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. I'm Jolton Joe, along with my co-hosts, the new mouth of the South, Tyler Peters, and the godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Network, Terrible Ted. Get ready for some skull-crushing wrestling chatter. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Jolton Joe Wrestling Radio Show. Minus Jolton Joe tonight because Joe decided to go on an impromptu vacation and told Tyler and I about this less than two days ago. So here we are running the show without Joe again. Joe thinks that he's retired and this is not a thing. Yeah. Uh, so this is going to be me and the new mouth of the South, the Tennessee ring announcer for Coastal Championship Wrestling. Uh, the man to my side here, that is Mr. Tyler Peters. Tyler, thanks for coming on again tonight, man. Oh, it's always a pleasure to talk with you, Ted, and I, I can't wait to rib Joe all the way through this show. Absolutely. Listen, I think it's going to be a rite of passage for him to come back. That lobster man is just going to get, have to get ribbed relentlessly, especially when we get him back on the show next week. Uh, you know, because it, who who tells us two days before? Really, Joe? Really? I know. At least I gave you all in advance. I mean, you know, right? I, I mean, come on now, come on now. But all joking aside, we know that Joe, uh, you know, means nothing but the best, and and he needed to take some time. And listen, I get it. You know, I'm taking some time yeah. later this month, and it is what it is. Uh, you know, but before we get too far down the road here, um, I do want to plug. Tyler, you have an event coming up, the uh, the CCW Lucha Mania show. I do. I'm, I'm excited, man. That's going to be fun. Nervous, definitely, but excited. That's so are, you're ring announcing for that gig, right? Yes, I am ring announcing. So that, you know, like I say, the energy is going to be crazy because I, I've never done it. It's one thing to do it here at the house, but it's another when you're there live, that experience. Yeah, and I mean, you have some experience singing in front of people, so it's not like it'll be your first time in front of a crowd. Well, that's true, yeah. But, that is true, yeah. yeah. Singing, I have sang in front of people. Excellent, excellent. Well, I'll tell you what, folks, you want to go check out that show. It's on the 25th of July in Nashville, uh, and you can get tickets for that at Coastal Championship Wrestling FL for Florida.com. So that's Coastal Championship Wrestling FL.com. You can get your tickets there. You can also find Coastal Championship Wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, just, you know, just at CCW or at Coastal Championship Wrestling. You'll find them. Black logo with white, uh, white outline lettering and a red, red box. Um, you know, I hope that, that Coastal Championship Wrestling has a great event there in nashville i can't wait to hear all about that and uh you know while we're doing cheap plugs we've got uh we've got to plug last week's show tyler because last week yeah, we for had sure. the, yeah, it was awesome yeah yeah we had out. we had the opportunity to talk to uh to talk to the people from the safe wrestling collective we sure and did. uh and miss heller was just phenomenal emily may was was phenomenal oh, to have on the show knowledge oh my goodness yeah you know i just i I'm so excited for what they have going on. And if you haven't heard last week's episode yet, please make sure you go and check that out. Um, you know, it's, it's really important. It's something important in wrestling right now. And uh, we want to definitely get the word out there as much as we can. Uh, you know, we've got a new Wrestle Game Rewind coming out on 
Sunday. So, you know, this comes out on Fridays, typically around six, uh, that'll be coming out on Sunday. And then the, uh, the podcast that I just filmed will come out on Tuesday next week. So that will be, uh, that'll be cool too. Um, so we've got some fun stuff coming up, but Tyler, we got to do what we do best on this show. We got to be, we got to be fans, man. Yeah, we do. So uh, let's let's talk a little bit of wrestling here, man. I wanna I wanna go back to Friday Night SmackDown. Um, yeah, I'm I got, glad. I'm glad you mentioned that because there was some stuff there, man. Oh. Yeah. I, listen, um, <laughs> you know, SmackDown was really entertaining me there for a couple of weeks. It was really doing some good yeah. things. I was really happy with it, it and then yeah, it just fell off. It just yeah. fell off. You it know? did. It, it was a little rough there in certain segments. Not all, but but definitely a lot of them. Well, tell, tell me what you liked and what you didn't like, man. Well, what I liked, I, I will tell you, one crazy about the opening segment with Miz mm-hmm. and Morrison and, and Hardy. Like, mm-hmm. I agree with you, Ted. I'm so over and done with Sheamus and Hardy. They're, they're both great. I think their matches are good. I just don't like the storyline using mm-hmm. his issues. But I know we've talked about that. What I did like, though, is how it set up Miz versus Jeff Hardy because I think those guys did very well. Miz is a very underrated worker. I mean, Agreed. he just impresses me. And, and you've said that, too. I've got to give you a lot of credit to Godfather. But mm-hmm. I thought that was a great match. And I'll tell you, Nikki Cross versus uh, Bailey. I mean, excuse me, Sasha Banks. That's yeah, yeah. the rules. I got that mixed up. But I like how they're continuing that feud between Bliss and Cross and, and Banks and Bailey. And it just sets mm-hmm. up farther their storyline, that match for at Extreme Rules. And, hey, Nakamura and Cesaro versus the mm-hmm. New Day was actually a solid match. So there was at least three, but it's kind of been a theme. Either we get two or three matches, then a bunch of silly stuff in between that don't make sense. And that's kind of what I took away from SmackDown this week. I agree with a lot of what you had to say about it. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm a fan of where they're going with the women's division in SmackDown. I think that yes. they're I think that they're doing a great job with that. Um, I wish. I wish they would use Lacey and Naomi better. Um, you know, their, their match was fine. Um, you know, but you know, two weeks ago they were stuck doing that karaoke thing. Really? I, I know. Really? What, what's, what's that about? I mean, that, that's getting too much. Yeah. Is this, what is this? Is this 99? Like, are, 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 are we going backwards here? Um, I'm a huge fan of Nakamura and Cesaro tagging together. Uh, I, I really enjoyed, yeah, I, I really enjoyed their match with the new day. I thought that it was everything we wanted it to be. Um, I think it sets us up for something better down the road. Um, and you know, God, you know, God willing, maybe we get a little break from the new day and not, I'm not saying that I enjoy the new day. I love the new day. Yeah. I'm a fan want, too. Yeah. But I want a break, you know, and I want to see Big E get a singles run mm-hmm. and I want to see him achieve at the highest level you know and i'm not going to jinx it by saying anything more than that yeah he's um, due. he's deserving yeah for sure for sure um i gotta say i'm looking forward to the women's championship match from smackdown at extreme rules yes. more than i'm looking forward to the heavyweight championship match at extreme rules between Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. I just am like I'm. I'm, I'm not a fan of of bringing back Firefly Bray. Um, if if they do, I hope it's like a one off, like maybe once in a while thing. But knowing WWE, they're going to go down this road for yeah, weeks at knows? a time, and they're going to yeah, kill it. And it's bad. It's bad. <laughs> let's uh, let's fast forward through the weekend, sir, and let's talk about Monday Night Raw. 
Yes. Hey, I'm with you, Ted. Personally, I felt like another strong show. Yeah. I mean, it had yeah. its moments, but overall was was great. I'll tell you, the opening segment keeps getting good. I love MVP. I know you've been yep. high on him. I yep. think it just adds Ziggler bringing back Heath. Why is Heath not back? I don't understand. I'm with you there. Bring yep. Heath Slater back after that promo. But McIntyre, it's just been great. Ziggler is the guy. I think he's just been – the way he's been utilized has mm -hmm. been kind of underrated. And now we're mm -hmm. finally getting to see the potential of what Dolph can do with Drew. And I love that spot where Drew just sucker punched him and Dolph sells it and he sucks out MVP. The whole segment just well produced. And I, I'm curious to get your thoughts on that. You no, know, uh, I think that Dolph is a lot like Shawn Michaels. I mean, everyone compares yes. Dolph and Shawn Michaels, you know, but but I think that where he's the most like Shawn Michaels, aside from the fact that he has a physique that's very similar, they're very similar stature, um, you know, Dolph modeled himself in ring after Shawn a lot. But the way he does that the most is in, is in how he sells. You know, Shawn is that over-the-top sell when he's selling for somebody, and Dolph can do that, and that, and that makes Dolph invaluable, you know. Um, yeah, very valuable. You know, uh, I, I've heard rumors that Drew is going to get the belt taken off of him at SummerSlam and that he's going to face Randy. I don't know how I feel about that yet. Um, I think that it would be a good idea to get it off him before Mania so that he can win it back at Mania with a crowd there. I think that would probably be the best option for him. Um, but, you know, it, it is what it is. And, and uh, I, I look forward to that match. I think that those two will put on a quality match between the two of them they at will. Extreme Rules. Um, you know, tell, tell me a little bit about what you thought about uh, Andrade and Angel Garza versus the Viking Raiders. You know what? I was pleasantly surprised how well that was. Mm -hmm. I thought the match was really good. Mm -hmm. You know what? Normally, I would say, well, the speed goes naturally to uh, Garza and Andrade, but the way Ivar and Eric can move, I mean, they're pretty fast. We're bigger guys. And, you know, Ivar does things that, you know, not a lot of big guys can do. I mean, we've seen a lot of big guys. It's different from the old school style, but – yeah. Kind of reminiscent of how Vader, the big boss man, Bam Bam Bigelow broke the mold. Even though we weren't seeing them do quite those kind of moves, they were kind of changing the game. They were involving, and Ivar, I'm not putting him in the same league, but he definitely, he's just recreating what kind of skills you can provide in the ring for a big guy, the agility. Yeah, I agree. Um, I'm, I'm happy to see the Viking Raiders getting back to this more serious wrestling role. Yes, um, it's been missing. After this comedy bit with the Street Profits. And listen, uh -huh. I love the Street Profits. I love the Viking Raiders. I love I them too. more as <laughs> – I love them more in NXT, of course. Um, but I, I love both teams, and I think that they had great chemistry in NXT. And I thought they had a lot of fun with this stuff, with this comedy stuff. But it's good to see them getting back into a more serious role. Yeah, you um, like that more down to business. So, yeah, I, I was happy to see Shayna Baszler come back. Um, I don't that's think that big. she's going to be as big a deal as everyone wants her to be, man. I just don't think that no, she has I, the I it factor. It yeah, yeah, I, I agree. She shouldn't open her mouth. No, she should I, be strong and be. silent. She should yeah. be more silent than Brock. She yeah. needs a mouthpiece. She yeah, she does. Mouth. You're right. That's a good comparison. It needs maybe not just like Heyman, but somebody similar who can carry her and yeah. really get her message out. The thing is, I'm with you. It, it was kind of a weak promo after kind of a – they got the funny and serious together because I, I loved how Truth and Desai was like, no, I ain't messing with you. You took out mm -hmm. the ninjas. I'm, I'm cool. Mm -hmm. But you know what? How long are we going to do the ninja skip, though? 
that that's where I'm kind of getting tired of it now. It's kind of getting old. I mean, I'll be honest. It, it was old at Money in the Bank when we saw it the first time. That's true. Hey, <laughs> it was old right the first, away. The first time, yeah. Um, you know, Alistair, ba- Alistair Black and Murphy mm-hmm. are always going to have lights out matches. Yes, love that I was, match. I was super excited about that. Um, and I loved the whole progression we got between KO and Seth Rollins and the whole yes. mix of characters. I thought it's, right I think it's progressing back. things well. I, I, I'm a fan of that. What do you think? I thought those two matches, you hit it right on the head, were great. And I loved how they, they were going to tease like it's going to be Owens and Rollins, but yet yeah. we get uh, Alistair Black and Buddy Murphy first. And yep. those guys, I love the hard-hitting physical style. I mean, I know you're into martial arts, the yep. shrocking stuff. I know that, that's yep. got to be cool. And then Owens and Rollins, listen, not only are they two of the greatest, the best workers, yep. they're characters. They can either play that good baby face or if they need to be the heel mm-hmm. and just vicious, they can do it. And that's what I love about them. That's another element they bring, Owens and Rollins. But, yeah, two great matches. Yeah, and I think that it's telling that Owens has gone over Rollins twice now. Yes, it is. I've you know, WrestleMania and this Monday Night on Raw, I think I think that's awesome. And – um you know, let's talk a little bit about I, I want to skip Randy Orton and R Truth because it's yeah. Randy Orton and R Truth. Um I, I think that the challenge for Big Show is great. Mm-hmm. I think that Randy Orton and Big Show will be cool because it will get Randy over even more over that hump. Yeah, considering that how strong that Big Show has always been booked. Um I want to talk a little bit about Bobby La- Bobby Lashley and Ricochet. Yes. Um Man, these are two guys that can go, they right? Can. I thought um, it was a great match. I love the full Nelson finisher for Bobby Lashley. Yes. So much more than I ever did for someone like a Chris Masters, you know? Um, I think that he does such a great job with it, and I think Ricochet and Cedric Alexander sold the living crap out of it. And um, They did. Yeah, I just I, I feel like... Bobby Lashley is on the rise, man. I think MVP is going to get that U.S. title. And I think Bobby Lashley is going to get a, another heavyweight title shot. Yeah, and, I uh, and I think that they're going to get Ricochet and Alexander in that stable. And I think they're going to get Shelton Benjamin in that stable. And you're going to see like a, uh, you know, this very dominant group with those guys. And I can't wait for it. I think it's so fantastic. I think it's going to be great booking. Um, I hope that Bruce Pritchard keeps his head and does it right. Yeah, I'm with you. I think, you know, if a faction's done right, it can be very successful, like Mm -hmm. you were talking about. And going back to MVP, I love how he's recruiting every week, teasing that. He's building that. Like, they're they're baby faces, but they may go heels because, you know, he's going to entice them. You know, maybe if he wins that U.S. title. But, yeah, Lashley, they're finally letting the go of the reins on him. Let yep. him be the Bobby Lashley we know he can be, kind of like Drew McIntyre. They're, they're realizing that, the yep. potential and talent that they had before. And then when they go to TNA or NXT, they're reinventing themselves. They're, exactly. they're showing even more. You know, exactly. Yeah. Um, I, I think I, w- I want to see Bobby Lashley get a title run before WrestleMania. I don't know. I need yes. to wait until I see Bobby Lashley as champion before I can decide if I want him to go into Mania as the champion against Drew. Right. But I want to see him get a title run before WrestleMania so that I can get a taste for it. That would be um, nice, yeah. Because I'll tell you what, his run in TNA was great. 
It was. No, it was great. It was very good. So, and then we had the main event, which was uh, Banks and Bailey versus the Kabuki Warriors. And um, I mean, I I thought it was okay. I thought it was nice. Uh, I thought it was well done. I just, you know, um, I think really it was there to progress the feud between uh, Banks and Oscar. And I'm okay with it. Yeah, you you got to find a way to do that. Exactly. Exactly. Because who doesn't want to see that match? That's as far as I'm concerned, match, that match could, could main event. Yeah. You know, um, what do you think about the idea the uh, you know, the fact that they're talking about using CGI um, in a cinematic match between Rollins and Mysterio at extreme rules and that we're actually going to see supposedly an eye coming out of someone's head here, man. I think we were talking about this going back to WrestleMania. That's, that's what Vince and I think not only Pritchard, but especially with COVID and the pandemic, you about have to, with the Boneyard match, and we saw the Firefly Funhouse match. That's the direction we're going to start seeing a lot of companies do, not just WWE. And if they do it right and do it smart, kind of like the Boneyard match, I think it actually can be good. It can be done well. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be like a, a cinematic presentation. It'll be more of the sports entertainment aspect. So yeah. I, I think it'll be fine. You know, if they do it right. Yeah, I, I don't know how I feel about being a PG product for as long as we've been in the WWE. And now sure. we're going to, you know, now we're talking about ripping somebody's eyeball out. Yeah, I, it contradicts that. You know, I get that, that we're going with the horror show theme and all that jazz. But, you know, I just it just it kind of rubs me the wrong way when the rest of your product isn't going there. You know what I mean? Yeah, um, there's not that. You know, and I'm intrigued to see what happens with the swamp match too. You know, like uh, yeah, that's still interesting. I I know you're not big on him going back to that character Bray Wyatt, but to me, the swamp match is a little bit. There's interest there. What they're yeah, doing. yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, let's uh let's switch gears for a minute here, and uh, let's talk about the Wednesday night skirmish because I refuse yes, to call it a Wednesday, Wednesday night, night war. war. Supposedly, yeah. You know, um, so. First of all, NXT lost in the ratings this, this they did. week. I just saw that today. Um, and they lost a, by a lot, by a landslide. Yeah, that surprised me that it was that much of a gap. You know, a- AEW came away with 788,000, and NXT came away with 631,000. That's 157,000 viewer uh, difference there. Mm-hmm. And if you look at last week, when NXT was on top with their championship match, uh, there was only a 44,000 viewer difference when NXT pulled out the win. So we're talking about a, a, you know, a pretty landslide bounce back. Now, I want to yeah. talk about that in the context, though, and we said this last week on the show, you know, NXT last week was going to win because we weren't getting the championship match between Mox and Cage. Yeah, that hurt AEW. You no, know, right that there. hurt AEW, and so we we got a, a we got a turkey for NXT, which is great. But mm-hmm. you yeah, know, this week this week we knew we were getting Cage and Mox, and so everybody tuned right. into AEW because they wanted Cage and Mox. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was smart for AEW to put Sonny Kiss and Cody on first because yeah, that's a good match. It was a good match, and they knew that they would get that young crowd in and hook them in for the night if they put that match on first, which is great. It's great booking. And I love the fact that Sonny Kiss got a championship match. I am all about Sonny Kiss. Um, you know, tell, tell me about your thoughts for the show here. Tell, tell me what you, what you liked about Fight for the Fallen and what you did not like, man. Well, just going back to that match, you're right. Sonny Kiss, haven't really got to, to see a whole lot of him, but he's mm-hmm. so impressive. What a showing. And Cody, you know, I like that. 
Sonny Kiss went to his strengths. You know, he had to go high flying and pick up the pace, where if you don't want to try to go toe-to-toe too long with Cody, you don't want to try to go to the mat going back to his amateur background. And, hey, he looked distracted. He was selling that anyways, that he wasn't focused. And even Arn was having to fuss with him, argue with him being the coach. I just thought they put on a terrific match. And yep. we all knew Cody was going to have to retain to keep this whole open challenge deal. But Sonny Kiss, what a showing. I, I'm just – what an impression he made on me. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I thought it was a, I thought it was a great match. I loved yes. the 450 splash. Um, oh yeah. That was, you know, awesome. it, it was a great spot for the show. Great spot for the show. Um, we went on to FTR and the Lucha brothers. I, uh, you know, I liked it. I liked it. Um, I thought it was well balanced. I thought that it they was. put on a great back and forth match. I thought that, um, for as much as the Lucha brothers brought the high flying um, FTR, like went tit for tat for them with, with how they, you know, rebuked and rebuttaled in and throughout the match. So I thought that was great. And it was nice to see FTR pick up the win. Um, You know, it's recently been, it's recently been brought to my attention that FTR isn't under a long-term contract with AEW, which Uh, I didn't know. Um, So I'm interested to see how they book these guys now, knowing that there's no long-term contract there. That's now in my, in my brain. But, uh, you know, what I, what I am unsure about how I like it was Kenny coming out, you know, with the beers and. Yeah. I noticed that that thing, those segments are are just not doing nothing for me. I mean, getting the beer, I mean, because, hey, FTR has been very vocal about the heat they want to bring in. And, mm-hmm. and and it makes more sense now that you mentioned they're not under a long-term deal because they can just say, hey, forget you. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. but I really love FTR. You're right. I mean, I just have to agree w- with your point. They balance the Lucha Brothers, any team out. Yeah. And it's going to be interesting with the Young Bucks. They're taking on the Butcher and Blade in that Falls Count Anywhere next week. Yep. So I don't know if FTR or the Lucha Brothers are going to get involved to maybe at least get that dream match before they do leave if they yeah do, yeah so. yeah i think that would be i think that would be on point um yeah. we got the uh we got the inner circle coming on out oh here we go you know and uh with the <laughs> bottle of orange juice and listen yeah. I, I think that this whole feud is actually very entertaining i'm really I'm it is i was it. laughing i mean I, I was... um yeah for sure for sure because it's jericho and jericho can make yeah, anybody laugh daddy, man yeah whether you agree with everything he does or not which i don't it's funny i mean right right and, and uh i was just i was i guess i was a little bit disappointed to see the inner circle out there um because it doesn't do anything for them no you know what i mean they're just standing around with yeah, yeah exactly Exactly. They don't have any purpose. Uh, if they had purpose out there, I would feel differently about it. But it's just getting them on camera, and it That's feels it's it feels wasted. Video. Yeah, it feel it feels wasted. Uh, you know, just in my opinion. Um, you have to forgive me. I'm looking off screen, looking at the. No, uh, you're fine. Hey, listen, going I have to through do the card here. Yeah. This is what happens when I have to lead the show unexpectedly, Joe. I have to look off camera a whole lot more. Thanks, Joe. Yeah, Red Lobster. Now, right. He's going to get me, so I've got to take my shots. That's I'm right. I'm going to do a Jericho. I'm not going to say I'm a demo god, but hey, Joe, look out. <laughs> remember that line? I couldn't help it now that we were talking Jericho. Perfect. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And Joe's not even here to contradict you. Look at that. I Cheers. Cheers. Um, That's a great moment. Jurassic Express versus the Elite. Meh. It, it wasn't bad. It wasn't great. It was kind of in between. 
Mm-hmm. I'll tell you this. What I think I want to see, though, I talked about the Young Bucks FTR. I wouldn't mind seeing like Jurassic Express versus the Young Bucks or Jungle Boy in a singles match with one of the Jacksons. Because yeah, yeah. their styles seem like they would match up really well. That's one thing I took away from that match. Yeah. Noticing, you know? I agree. I agree. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the Elite comes out with the win. Okay, cool. It is what it is. Yeah. You know, it, it just it I didn't do anything right. for me. Um, I, again, I, I didn't feel a whole lot of anything for the Nightmare Sisters and Kenzie Page and MJ no. Jenkins. I just, it was just, uh, it was just another match, you know. Yeah, uh, that I, one I, got lost on me. Yeah, yeah. It's a filler um, match. Yeah, exactly. All right, I am a huge fan of Vicky Guerrero managing Nyla Rose. Yes. I'm a huge fan of this. That I was think good this booking, is money. Man. That was good creative. Why not utilize her, man? The experience, the stage she's been on, yeah. and the Guerrero name, do it. Yeah, yeah. I, Nyla uh, Rose has been on a rampage, yeah. Yeah, I, I, she's, uh, this, is, this is money. This is, this is the equivalent of Brock Lesnar and Paul Heyman for the women's division. You know, yes. like this is this is perfect. I am looking forward to seeing this each and every week. I, I cannot wait. I cannot wait. That's and then, uh, and then we got the uh, the championship match between Mox and Cage. And um, well, first of all, it was good to see Mox back it after was. after I'm being in quarantine. Um, man, I just this match was good. I am not going to yeah. sit here and say that it was bad. I wanted more. And I guess that's the goal, right? I guess I the goal so. is, to, is to leave me wanting more, but I hated the ending because I think it, it completely takes away all the steam that, that cage has, has built up over these last couple weeks um, with Taz thrown in the towel. What are yeah. your thoughts? No, I, I agree. I didn't get it because even Taz, the way he's been putting him over, you know, and they both, it makes sense now, not just with that title, the FTR championship, but with the suplexes. Did you notice that? I mean, there were spots yep. where Cage was doing that. So that was yep. kind of an homage to Taz there. But it was – I'm with you. It was a good match. It didn't leave me saying it was just great, but that's what their goal is. I, I'm with right. you. But I think, you know what, I love the psychology and storytelling going back to the bicep. They did set that up well in the promos, and it made yep. sense in the match. Hey, this guy's big. He's a specimen. I know I love to fight, talking about Moxley. That's what I'm going to do. And he, he did. He went after that arm with submissions. So that was nice. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I, um, man, I just wish, I wish that Taz hadn't thrown in the towel. I, I feel like they try to use that too much. At, you know, not too much, but at certain times, I've never got that finish. Did, didn't Arn Anderson do that with Cody? Or was uh, that another? It was MJF. It was MJF. Okay. They did that. Yeah. See, those finishes I've never understood. Maybe I, I don't know enough about it. But so so here we are, right? We're less yeah. than two years in mm-hmm. in a in in a heavyweight two back to back heavyweight championship matches. Right. Not back to back, but two heavyweight championship matches. Less than I mean, really we're we're less than eighteen months into this company. Yes. And we've seen the same finish twice now with a towel being thrown in and it's not exactly the same because the storytelling is not the same, but 
why are we reusing this? Like, this is exactly what everyone criticizes the WWE for. And all these AEW marks are out there going, well, we won. <laughs> yeah, you won because you had your championship match announced ahead of time. We knew what was coming. Same reason why NXT won the week before. You know? Yeah. Now, that being said, I think that this show was a lot better than what we got in its counterpart in NXT on Wednesday night. And, you know, you know me, that's not usually how I lean. Yeah, normally you're, you're higher on NXT. Um, but I do feel like the AEW brought it more than NXT did this week. They, they felt the momentum slipping and they knew they had to do something. They knew they had mm-hmm. to deliver because, you know, mm-hmm. that had to hurt Tony Khan and Cody. Everybody's going to have egos whether they downplay them or not. I mean, yep. just like Triple H, all of them. It, it's called pride and, and they wanted to, to deliver and they did. It Agreed. proved it in the ratings. So. Agreed. Um, Damian Priest continues to work very well with Cameron Grimes. He he does. I I know you're not I, big on Grimes. Listen, yeah. I, I'm going to put this out there for you. So I I didn't watch either of these shows last night. I've been so there's been so oh, much I going on. You. No, no. But so so I I I purposefully wait when I have to do that when. I wait so that my DVR just rolls over because then I can skip all the commercials and I can watch both shows in two hours as sure. opposed to four hours, you know, right? Um, maybe a little over two hours. But so I had to tell you, it was really hard for me not just to fast forward through this match and see who the winner was <laughs> because <laughs> no, Cameron, that's honesty, man. It's Cameron Grimes is, I, I just, I don't like watching him. It's not like, you know, pe- you know, I, I've, I've heard a lot of people like Baron Corbin was on um, Busted Open last week, and they okay. were talking about how go go away heat is not a real thing. It's just something people made up because they, they think that they're too smart for wrestling. Mm-hmm. But, man, if anybody in NXT had go away heat for me, it would be Cameron Grimes. See, and I think that speaks to his talent. I get where you're coming from, but I think that's just that persona. They they know they've got something with him laughing and being you know this cut up and the, but then when he gets in the ring whatever the purpose and opinion he does I mean he can't put together a good match with the right opponent oh yeah. absolutely he he can put together a good match I just don't like watching him work I I don't even like watching his in ring work like I know there's nothing wrong with it I'm just like eh. yeah you know like uh, yeah, he's so vanilla yeah. I think that I think that's what it is like he's so vanilla to me that I just you know and I want chocolate. You know what I mean? I want strawberry. Yeah, like a, I want yeah, something like that's not taste. him. <laughs> yeah. He's just you know? not up there. Yeah. But overall, the match was okay, I think. Um, yeah, it was still a good match. You know, I uh, I liked the segment between Keith Lee and uh, and Dominic Dajakovic. I did too. That I that was good. Um, I I only liked it because Keith Lee was the one to say, my feud with you got me to where I am. If Dijakovic had gone uber heel on him and said, well, if it wasn't for me and your feud with me, you wouldn't be where you're supposed to be, you know, then I would have been like, nope, I've seen this match 80 million times. I don't need to see it again. Yeah. Um, but, but the fact that Keith bridged that gap yeah, made yeah. it watchable for me, even though we've seen it 8 million times, um, you know, I just, it was okay. It was another match. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sorry. It was another promo. Uh, I, I felt invested in it because of Keith Lee. I don't feel invested in it because of yeah. Dominic Dajakovic. Um, that's not to say that I don't like uh, Dominic, but I just, 
Sure. I'm so invested in Keith Lee that he's an afterthought right now. Um, mm-hmm. I'm so I, I so much more so would rather just see him go straight in with Carrying Cross, but I understand. I why. I'm ready for that. Yeah, you know. Um, Indy Hartwell, Shotzi Blackheart. Yeah, it was okay. You know what's a shame though is Blackheart had such that push. Yep. But I think with, you know, everything going on, it kind of changed. I remember that gauntlet match to the ladder match. I mean, yep. they were pushing her hard. I just felt sorry for athletes like that, the, yep. the wrestlers, because, you know, that's the way it goes. I mean, they're they're used to it. They adapt. Yep. But, you know, when you get that momentum, kind of like Darby Allen. I mean, we saw him. Yep. But that, that's another example. You know? Right, right. And that's something we didn't mention about AEW is that, you know, Darby Allen came back. and That's true, yeah. Went, and went after Cage, which I think is smart. Um, but I think that Darby Allen should have been the person to cost Cage the match, and I think that's why the booking is weird. But it is what it is. Yeah, yeah. Instead of um, I like that both titles were on the line for Double D and uh, Keith Lee. I do too. Um, it added a little bit of oomph to the the gravity of the match. I mean, when those two guys get together in the ring, you're going to get a four to five star match every time because you they're are. just good the chemistry. Yeah, the history. Um, but I was just bored by it because we've seen it so many times, you know? I think the thing is what they need to do is do like how they did with black and Murphy. We saw that a lot, but they, if you take a break and can change up the way the match goes, then people wouldn't get so tired of it. And I think that's the only problem, but I felt like with Dijakovic, we've not seen him on TV. So they felt like with Lee, with the respect thing, the promo, you kind of knew that was going to happen. And, and people would argue, and I'm sure some people will argue well, you know, we haven't seen this match in months. What are you talking about? Well, yes, that's true. But how often have we seen Double D on TV? Mm-hmm. Really, the last thing that we saw him in was a feud with Keith Lee. That was anything near meaningful. Yes. You know, um, that that was the last that we really saw of him. And because that was the last we really saw of him, it felt like he just picked up where he left off. And so it made it feel like no time had passed at all. Um, Timothy Thatcher, listen... I am so excited to see somebody who comes in and he's as stiff as he is and he can win with whatever he wants to win with in terms of submissions, right? Absolutely. Like he won this week with the single Boston Crab. Austin. Awesome. Yeah. Who that's wins with a single that's Boston Crab? That's Nobody. Crazy. Yeah. You know, um, but I'm confused, right? Because uh-huh. he went from beating Matt Riddle in a fighting cage after having his teeth knocked out to cutting vignettes about how he's going to teach people how to wrestle and beating a jobber. And so I'm confused by the booking. I don't know where they're going with now. The school segment, I get a kick out of because man, he, he, when he stretches somebody, he's he's like, this is hurting. You know, we know Mm -hmm. it's going to Orny Lorcan, which I'm all about. I think those two have the history. They put on great match, at least go there, which, but I'm with you. Nothing against that. uh, Denzel, how do you say his name? Gosh, I, uh Dejournet. there we go I, I knew i'd have trouble that's why i had to refer but i tell you what he's got a bright future i i know he he's going to oh, yeah. job to uh but to me if he gets the right creative behind him he'll do good but thatcher i'm with you he's he's kind of that throwback to billy robinson yep. and anybody that gets his teeth knocked out it's a tough son of a gun so that that right there has respect all over absolutely absolutely and i think that denzel Dejournet will be like another Shelton Benjamin. Yes. And maybe better. But yeah, maybe so. But man, like I just I'm confused by the booking right now. I am. Yeah, I, I get where you're coming from. 
all right, and then we had a we had a women's championship match, and mm-hmm. I loved the match. Oh, it's a great match. I I thought that I honestly I liked this match significantly more than I liked Cage and Mox, which I'm disappointed in saying because I I wanted yeah. to see Cage and Mox so bad. I, I um, did too, but I see that. But but I really enjoyed this this match a lot more. And I love that right away we get the what's going to happen next because we get Dakota Kai coming out. Yes, you know that, that's getting better with the story. Now, he, now we got the same kind of booking at the end of AEW with Darby Allen, right? Because now you know where's it going to go between Darby Allen and Brian Cage? But I'm not overly invested in that, right? I'm really invested in because of the long build we've seen with Dakota Kai. Yes. But Darby Allen's build has been so inconsistent, and we, you know, weevil and wobble and weevil and wobble. Favors, yeah. Yeah. So I just feel like, um, I, I, I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like AEW had the better overall show, but I liked NXT's main event much better. I did too. And you know what I enjoyed about it is I like how Tegan Knox and Shirai actually did some roll-ups. That's different. I, I don't mind it. If now different can be bad, but different can be good, and that was an example of. It. And I, I just think Tegan Knox, after all she's been through, I'm, I'm so happy for her again that opportunity. Mm-hmm. And you know, we like your point, Ted, with Kai, the history between Knox and Dakota Kai, it's interesting. And Ripley's got her eye now on the championship. Uh, they could go a lot of different ways with that. that yeah. And listen, I, I think that that's great booking for that women's division. Yes. Um, I agree. Because you never know what's coming next. And that's important for us to be able to suspend disbelief a little bit as wrestling fans. Uh-huh. Um, you know, but I think ultimately this show reflected in the ratings with 631,000 this week. Um, that's the lowest since the May 20th episode of NXT. So it's been a good long time since, yeah, since we've been down that low. Um, and this is the seventh lowest the ratings have ever been for NXT since it moved to USA. Wow, that's a lot of facts I didn't realize. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I do a little bit of homework when I'm pressed to do so because the leader no, of the show isn't here. On it. You, you would think as much as I cover this stuff, I should be on it. But, you know, I get to it a little bit. I don't just do wrestling with the website. But. Yeah, with, uh, with all everything entertainment. Yeah, yeah, but every now and then they'll have me do it. Yeah, you know, but I, I wouldn't have to look up all these facts and figures if the lead of the show, you know, the guy that the show is named after was here. I know. It's supposed to be his show, but I guess it's going to be the Ted and Tyler show for this week. I mean, I what's guess. going on? Yeah, yeah. Come on. Darn it, Joe. Killing me. Lobster. <laughs> I couldn't help it, Joe. I love you, but you're always giving us grief. We have to Stop apologizing to him. He doesn't deserve your apology right I now. No, he doesn't. Why am I apologizing? I, that's not me. All right. So I got one last thing I want to, I want to chat about. Okay. It's not going to take long here, Tyler. Oh, um, anniversary is coming up this weekend along with extreme yeah, rules. I'm not really interested in doing um, predictions for extreme rules. I, I'm not really interested in the card. I might watch it. We'll see. <laughs> it's a little unique. That's for sure. You know, um, but, but what I will say is uh, Slammiversary has me intrigued. Um, and if I had 50 extra bucks to put out for Slammiversary, I would. Um, but what probably has me the most intrigued going back to that, uh, that promo we saw a couple of weeks ago is they had that promo showing all the different people from all the different, um, yeah. you know, all the different yeah. stuff, you know, from, from the WWE, from Black Wednesday. Um, 
obviously we know Rockstar Spud is not going to be there because he was re-signed by the WWE. Um, we know that that the Good Brothers very well could be there because they've been signed by Impact. Yeah. Um, you know, but besides that, we haven't really heard anything definitive from anybody. I mean, EC3's been putting some promos out there that make it seem like he's going to be there. Yeah, he's teasing that. You know, um, Rusev, I'm not sure he's got COVID, and now now he's teased. He's not going to say either way because he's trying to keep you know maybe you surprised, but that's right. that may be still a possibility. I'm not sure. Yeah, um, I would love to see Rusev there. I would love to see Rusev be the the mystery person in the main event. And yeah, if we- Ru- Rusev is the only person that I'd be okay with him being the person in the main event and winning the title. Because yes. that's so old school TNA or like, we're going to have a mystery person in the main event. And then that person comes in and wins the title. Like that's what killed TNA. And I don't want to see that happen. But if it's Rusev, I want to see it happen. You know, yeah, if it's right. But hey, his real quick, his Twitch channel, he is entertaining, man. He, is, yeah. he seems like such a down to earth guy too. I mean, he's just so funny. I, I watched just a little bit of it. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, I just, um, I'm kind of dumbfounded as to who I think is going to be there. Um, I think that I, I think that Heath Slater will be there. Oh, um, hey, that's a great one. That's a good. I, pick. I think that Heath Slater will be there. I think EC3 will be there. I think that Eric Young will be there. Um, and obviously, I think the Good Brothers will be there. Uh, is there anyone that you think might might pop up over there other than those guys? You know, you pretty much nailed it. It's kind of hard because you know every time I want to say that, you never know. You know, Japan if they're able to get going again. There's a lot yeah. of people still going over there. You've got, yeah. you know, Lucha Libre people that still go to Mexico. So that's what makes it hard. Even if I want to see somebody, it's like, well, you know, WWE and AEW is going to try to get the reins more if they know somebody's leaving that they think, oh, yeah. even though Impact, I don't think so much competition. With all due respect, still now. Nowadays, you know, with the whole Wednesday night deal, it's changing a little bit. They're kind of yeah. fabric. Yeah. I think they realized that with him. I, like, yeah, I agree. I agree. I would like to see Hawkins show up. I would love to see Ryder show up. Yes, that, that's two other names. I, I don't know that they will, but I would love to see them show up there. I think that they could have a lot of fun there. And I think cool. that um, that Matt, Matt Cardona, you know, Zach Ryder, I think that, that he would get probably the best run of his career in impact. Yeah. I, I, I think, you know, they only fit into the WWE system for so long. And then the way they were getting produced was just like, man, you're not doing these guys any favors. Cause they were what the tag team champions. And then, then after that, it's like, well, we're just putting you the job to people. That's all. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, my friend. Well, it's a little shorter episode because the old man's not here to ramble on and do his I know. Nor- normally he's rambling off the rails and we can't get him to let's go. I think this is the most you've been allowed to talk because, you know, because he, he doesn't shut up on the show, you know? Well, in, in fairness, I do need to talk more. I mean, I'm the mouth of the South and I've been too quiet. But, you, no, seriously, you guys are – I learned so much from your perspective that <laughs> – get a little bit intimidated i gotta admit i mean it, it's cool it's it's a respect thing it's, but i do need to talk more and it you're right now that he's gone for a week i'll finally get some leeway but i gotta do it when he's back because he likes that's to be right cool, so, you know. that's right you know you know what you need to do you yeah. need to get a you need to get a stop sign 
that right. you just hold up on the screen when he's talking. Like I'm, I'm the, talking now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, my friends, thank you so much for joining us here on the supposedly Jolt and Joe Wrestling Radio Show here on the Rewind Wrestling Network. See, I got it right the first time, Joe. Um, you know. <laughs> Folks, don't forget to go out and get your tickets if you're in the uh, the Nashville, Tennessee area. Don't forget yeah, to go get your tickets for the Lucha Mania show hosted by Coastal Championship Wrestling on the uh, the 25th of July. You can get tickets for that at Coastal Championship Wrestling FL for Florida. Com. So that's Coastal Championship Wrestling FL.com. You can get tickets there. You can also find them on social media and you can find the link anywhere on any of their social medias. Make sure you check out the channel. Remember to like, give us a like, comment, share, and subscribe. And uh, please, please, please help us out. You know, the more you guys subscribe and the more downloads we get, the easier it is for us to get more content out to you. So please help us out with that. Folks, it's been a pleasure presenting this show for you guys. Let us know what you think about all this stuff in the comments below. He's been Tyler, the mouth of the South Peters. I have been Ted, the supposed godfather of the Rewind Wrestling Network. It has been a pleasure, Mr. Tyler. Thank you again for uh, hey, for jumping on with me been tonight. My, my honor, man. A pleasure, honor to be with you, Ted. Thank you so much, sir. And uh, ladies and gentlemen, please remember, tip your waitresses, have fun out there, and uh, we'll see you next time. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Jolton Joe's 